history, history, history. We celebrate it, we acknowledge it, and most importantly, we do drive along uh, with history wherever it does take us. And tonight, I mean, a first South African woman to win a French Open title since uh, Tanya Hufford, as well as Ross Fairbanks' victories back in 1981. Yep, that's right. Her name is Khutatso Monjan. And if you followed KG well over the years, you know all too well that this has been long coming because uh, this was sixth appearance at a Grand Slam final in the last four years. Well deserved. I think that word isn't really enough to describe the tenacity and never say die attitude. Now also teaming up with Yui Kamiji. She'll correct me if I'm messing that one up. From Japan in the most electrifying manner as the two climbed an impressive 6263 victory over Diede de Groot as well as Maria Moreno to claim the women's doubles trophy. So, hey, she's back in the country, straight into the studio here. Hashtag MSW. Hey, you know, if I, if I could sing KG, I would be jumping up and down on these tables right now to welcome you back. <laughs> you left here, you were not a champ. But you did promise. There was so much hope. There was this determination uh, written all over your face when we last had a chat. Yeah. But here you are, back, champ. Congratulations <laughs> and welcome back. Thank you so much. Actually, when this moment happened, I thought of this interview and I'm like, geez, maybe I should have been specific which Grand Slam I want to win. Because I was just sitting here and be like, I want to win a Grand Slam. And I went to win a Grand Slam. And I was like, maybe I should have specified if I want to win singles or doubles. Who knows, you know, but singles, that, doubles, we love it. You're the yeah. champion. You're the yeah. champion. And, and well done, though. I mean, when you think back, when you did say you want to win a Grand Slam, yeah, singles is important. I think you did stress that. But this is extra special, though. Surely. Definitely. It is. You know, I, I've, I've been I've been trying so many years, you know. And, yeah, I, I just never I just never had it right or had it my way. And this time, you know, teaming up with Yui. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been a tough one because me and Yui, we've always been friends of court. And we always doubted that playing doubles together would work. Yeah. Because it can get hectic, you know, on court if things are not really well or communication is not really well, you know. So, yeah, we took a chance to sacrifice our friendship and, and, and play doubles because it get messy if yeah. she's not doing well or I'm not doing well and you both want to win. So I'm just glad that we finally got to an, to an agreement that we're going to do this and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> but you talk about communication. To me, it seemed like it was working perfectly. I mean, Japan, South African mix. Uh, but I think the language is pretty solid on both sides. If it has to be communicated in English, you both understand the language. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the language is quite simple. It's either you or me, you know, so that that's what happens. But uh, one thing we were afraid of, you know, like I said, it can get messy if, you know, I'm not pushing her or she's not pushing me or maybe she's pushing me hard enough and I'm pushing her hard enough. So we were just scared that, you know, that kind of, you know, behavior might mess up, you know, our friendship, of course. Hence, we never even wanted to try playing together. But also, it's, it's still a struggle because we are both left-handers, you know. So we still we still clash because yeah. the movements are awkward. We used to play with right-handers. And as both left-handers, sometimes, 
Yeah, we, we find ourselves with the middle, you know, open. And when it happens, we just look at each other and be like, we're supposed to take that ball, yeah. you know. So, but we are work in progress. I think so far, you know, we, we really did well. And simply because of our Roland Garros victory, we decided that for Wimbledon and US Open, we're going to keep oh, wow. playing together. You're so, going to keep the team? Yes, we're going to keep the team. Well, that is beautiful. <laughs> because I was going to say, I mean, if you're going to be winning 6-2, 6-3, uh, it means not much wrong was done in the final game. Uh, even if you're both left-handers, even if yeah, the, the center was a little bit open from time to time. Uh, but I, I I don't see that as a problem because you're not challenged much in any of the sets. In fact, you're very dominant uh, to win in straight sets like that. Yeah, I think we, we, we really took it personal because Dida was playing with a different you know partner and honestly we didn't expect yeah. them to get to the final and when we see her beating the second seed and <laughs> making it to the final yeah. we were like geez we are the number one seed so we're not gonna let her ride on us so we yeah. we just have to send the message straight to her that uh, we we are here to stay so we we really took that match personally me and you because even after we win we we're still discussing the tactics <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, man, it's time to celebrate. Forget about that, say. Yeah, because we were so stressed that how is she beating everyone playing with a different partner, you know? Yeah. So it got us worried. And that's why we were so focused on tactics when we played the, the that final. And we just wanted to send the message across that, uh, you know what, you might be victimizing us in singles, yeah. but in doubles, we're going to try to make sure that... You know, there's no double victory for you. Yeah, but who was who was the brains? I know that all of you, as a team, you know, you take charge. Yeah. You all talk about okay, the movements, yeah. uh, the dominant uh, uh, strokes that you do have. But to be able to break it down, because for me it was like very clinical. Um, tell me about the team involvement, especially just in between the different sets. Uh look. Me and you, we, I mean, you will right now. She's she's more mm. aggressive, you know. So for me, I, I'm good at the net. When coming to doubles, I can volley, I can drop shot. So what we try to do is, uh, yeah, for me, I must go in as much as we can so that we we force them to really play to the baseline or mm. try to force me to volley and. Which normally, if I go to the net, it make the other team, you know, change whatever tactics that they're having. And I think for me and you, that's the one special thing that we have that we don't always hang at the back, and we both have a good touch, mm -hmm. so we we can play the ball short. And most people don't like that; they just yeah. want to rally from the baseline. So me and you, that's what we're trying to bring. We're trying to play like the able-bodied, you know, when yeah. one is up, one is down. So me and you, we're trying to play that style because in wheelchair tennis, everyone wants to rally from the back, but also yeah. under pressure, we are good in slowing the pace of the ball, ball down. Yeah. So we can literally yeah. just like play heavy spin, rally so slow, and be patient with it. So I think that's one thing special that when we play with other players, it's really difficult to really take out all those qualities. So I just feel like yeah. we complement each other really well. That and I can set up short balls for you. And with her aggressiveness, she can come in and just like finish off the Finish point. the job. Yes. Finish off the job. And obviously when the ball kind of glides over the net and it goes in favor of you, none of you apologize. You just take it as a point and then you move on. <laughs> <laughs> well... You know, we, we used to do that, but yeah. whenever we played the Dutch 
on the other side they've got that attitude not to say sorry so yeah. we were like we, we're gonna carry the same attitude you know because sometimes we sit in a match and we ask each other did they say sorry and we're like oh so yeah. if it happens to us we're just gonna turn our back <laughs> so <laughs> like we didn't see that yeah, yeah. so we yeah. bring the same attitude because that's the same attitude that uh, yeah. we're getting we we want to play fair but we feel like sometimes they don't play fair so why 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 do that so why be why be the nice people when sometimes it's just nice to win, and regardless of how nice you, you, you're winning, you're winning within the confines of the, the rules of the sport. But the one thing, I mean, when you're talking about how it, it, it was a bit strange initially with both left hands, but don't you think that maybe somehow you're turning what people have seen as a regular standard way of one left, one right, and then you could be starting a completely new trend. So as you step into the U.S. Open, as you step into Wimbledon, people are going to say, hmm, maybe that's the future. <laughs> hey? Well, how do you feel about it? Most definitely. I think the right-handers do it all the time, you yeah. know. We're with the left-handers, I don't know. Something always feel weird and awkward with left-handers, you know. It's like whenever someone play a left-hander, be like, jeez, you guys are tricky, you know. Yes. But also when we play together, we like, you know. Were, were you? Do you wanna play cross court? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so sometimes we also we also don't you know have a good reading of what the other one is gonna do. But I think you might be on point. You know yeah. that you know both both left handers can work. But I just feel like for us, we really have something special. You know, I just feel like yeah, we're gonna be game changers. You know, because I think so. We we really don't wanna be those players who hang at the back and just rally. You know, me and you, we, we yeah. wanna be able to win the points. And I was thinking, when it happened, I was saying six doubles finals that you've had in your career. I think just dating back to 2019 um, would have been frustrating. And I don't know psychologically how well prepared you were, because there would always be that level of doubt to say, as they would say, we can't reach further than where we are. And I've tried six times. It hasn't worked. How, how would you handle something like that, just from a mental perspective? Look, I think honestly this time, maybe because I'm playing with Yui mm. and I think the other finals, I don't know. I was just not so invested in in the doubles, to be honest. So with Yui, the way she plays, she really brings the best out of me. She encourages me to, you know, really play the tennis yeah. that I want to play in doubles she allows me to do things that i need to do of which with the other players if i try to volley and miss they would be like no maybe it's better if we all stay at the back so you will like taking the risk so mm. i feel like she yeah she really brings the best out of me and she encourages me to do what i can do best so she doesn't care if i volley and i miss or if i drop shot and i miss so yeah i sure. think that was just the different there was just a different final, having to play with a partner that allows me to play the way I want to play. Take you back to the 20, what, 2022 final, somewhat. And there's a, a heart that is rumbling with revenge somewhere, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, De Grote and Nick van Goet were there then. Look, actually, it was 2021 final. Actually, yeah. I did knock them out at Wimbledon. Yes. Uh, that was a semi-final. And for me, after that match, I felt like I just won a final because at that time, they were not losing any match in doubles. And I, w I beat them with Lucy Shuka. Yes. So having to play with Yui, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, last year it happened again, but because of the rain, yes, we were disturbed. And yeah, this was just the moment, and that's how yeah. we felt. If the rain didn't slow us down, I feel like we we should have won that uh, uh, Roland Garros final, you know. But also I was injured, you know, last year. So yeah, but this year we just yeah. like we are on a mission. This year, you know, we feel like we need to inflict the pain onto Ruth as much as we can in doubles, so that she knows that. Me and you, we, even if we meet her in doubles, we, we are on a mission. Yep. Yes. You mean so, business because, yeah. a, again, everything has significance. And I was going to ask you, I mentioned it at the start, um, the historical nature. Because whether, and I know, you, you're a very humble human being. So whether this really means something, the historical nature, you know, of the achievement itself. You know, as the first South African woman to win a French Open title since Abor Tanya and Ross uh, did it in 1981, as well as uh, Deswart in 2000. That, for me, stood out and said, whatever happens in your career, and I'm sure you're not about to retire anytime soon, your name remains in the history books. Yeah, well, it's it's good that I keep writing or rewriting the history, Robert, but it's... Uh it's a sweet and sour moment for me. The you singles know. and doubles thing. Not singles and doubles. Just every time it's like I do something and they'll be like, oh, she's the first one to do this. Oh, she's the first black one to do this. And mm. I'm wondering, <laughs> where, 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 what happened? What, what really happened before me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want to celebrate, but at the same time, I'm concerned. Like, if... If, if I'm being the first one, will there ever be another person after me? But you've struggled to get to where you are. And I think it's that determination that I celebrate in you. Because maybe others, they fall out along the way and they say there's no hope. They want to give up. You haven't. I know your struggles. I've interviewed you a gazillion times. <laughs> and there's nobody who can stand in front of me and say she's had it easy. You haven't had it easy. No, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it with the bare minimum, even even now. But it, it just concerned me that every time I'm trying to celebrate the the milestones, yeah. I'm, I'm the first Black South African woman to do it, you know. And I'm like, in a country full of Black people, mm. how how is how, how how does it supposed to be like that? You know, it's not. So uh, it's a sweet and sour one, but like you're saying, it's history. I will cherish it. And yeah. I'm glad I'm doing it with the bare minimum because that will inspire the upcoming generation. And for me, being part of this sport, I hope being a representation, it will spark an interest in them to, to, to really realize that they also belong. You know, they can do this thing despite all the odds. So I just hope. I'm inspiring or giving people hope to really take up these sports. And if they don't, <laughs> and you know, me, I've, I've always been hard on whoever's been the minister of sport, regardless of whoever and whatever they are. They're supposed to do duty for us, the South African public. They're supposed to go into office knowing the background of who is important. Champ was here even yesterday having the same problems. Uh, that you currently having and i always say it is their duty to find out when they go into that office who are world champions in boxing who holds a belt who goes into wimbledon roland garros us open finals 
in tennis, whether it's able-bodied or not, it doesn't really matter, but they should have a short list. And they need to find out when are they competing so that they can wait in anticipation, wish you well when you leave. And not only when you come back and there's glory and there's champagne popping, then they are there making useless speeches in front of the TV cameras. We don't want such things. We are tired of such things. And that's why you are set to inspire a younger generation. But we don't see it happening. Well, I think the best part of, you know, my welcoming today, it was just like getting out of the airport and the most faces that I saw. It was my sponsors, you know. Beautiful. I felt like they, those were the people who deserve to be there mm. because those are the people who dig deep into into their own pockets to support me to get where I am. But as for the government, for me, uh, I, I still feel like they can do better, you know. They can do better because it, it, it's unacceptable that you come home, everyone wants to give you a South African flag, but no no one is really supporting you, you know. So that that's that, that's not cool. Yeah. So I'm just glad my team, what they did for me today is bring the familiar faces that I recognize and I know what they do, you know. So, yeah, I, I think they really, <laughs> Tabo really saved us a lot of speeches today, you know. <laughs> I felt like he gave people who really supposed to, to, to be saying something an yeah. opportunity to really say something. And if the government can't learn from, from, from that, then uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like as an individual, there's so much that I can do. I can push, I can win Grand Slam, but if that doesn't inspire change, I, I, I don't know if I can do anything more than that. You know? Leave that narrative to us. We will carry it for you. We just want you to be sharp on the court. Um, it's even worse because I've been on flights when people have acknowledged a Springbok team <laughs> and said, ladies and gentlemen, with us today is Joel Stransky, winner of Wara 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 1995. <laughs> right. yeah. And people will clap because they acknowledge. Yes. You know, with yes. us on the plane today is Dingan Tobel, you know, then yes. when he would have been fighting. Yeah. And, and for you to be on the same flight as a deputy minister and they don't even go and knock on the pilot's door and say, <laughs> guess what? We have our very own French Open doubles champion who's just come back from battle on this flight to allow people to then clap. That for me is a big problem. Actually, Robert, I was just thinking about it driving here with my friend that, you know what, if it was a national team winning from somewhere, there could be uh, checks dropping down, millions being promised, you know? Yeah. But I don't know because it's an individual sport. It's not popular to people from the communities where I come from and of which I understand. They they, they, They cannot afford to be watching... Tennis on super sport, you know, it's it's expensive. Yeah, I, I don't we, even we think watch. it's. I don't even think communities where I come from they can even catch tennis on SABC. I I I don't think so. But so, the message, it's about the message. Remember, all the people that were running up and down when Siakolisi and the team came back from Japan, they did not know. Besides Sia, they would never tell you two more players in that team. <laughs> But you see, the messaging had yeah, gone through. Yeah. They don't watch rugby. Rugby is not on SABC. It's again on Supersport. Pay yeah. TV. Nobody pays. The days when they, when they used to watch rugby, it used to be delayed. They played like at 7 o'clock when the game ended at 5 o'clock. You know the score. What's the point? So all I'm saying, and hey, ministers, whatever, you have a duty 
to perform. What do you do when you're lined up there in court before you play? Isn't there a national anthem that's played? Yeah, they do in the finals. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Representing your country. Yes, definitely. So, like, I, I think you just put it right, Robert. Uh, for me, as, as an athlete, I don't understand why it happens for other sports. Mm. And then it doesn't happen for other sport, or it happens for other athletes. Then it, I do not have an understanding of that. Like I always say, for me, the only thing that I have is my team. You know, at Optimize, those are the only people I feel like I can rely on. They go out of their way to make sure that I'm good. Yeah. So, as for the others or the government, I don't even try to think about it because Optimize makes sure that my focus is on tennis. Yeah. But I also have the same question, like. Which kind does it happens to like, yeah? Which ones do they deserve all those things to mm. be glorified? You know, and that's right. You say black or white, yeah. So I I really don't know because I really don't know who deserves that because you deserve it. That's why <laughs> you see that is why I said, you know, Tabo said you you're around and said great, we'll create something. We can't change the schedule much, but let's take this thirty minutes yeah. and welcome you back. Got everyone here at Prime Media to know that you are going to be here so that they can run with the stories yeah. live on the many different platforms. And I mean, I'm looking at Ume here who's listening says, I'm loving the conversation, smiling. And as I'm listening, congratulations to KG, wishing her many more successes and doubles and singles. She is an inspiration. She continues to raise the bar. And that's all it is. You are a champ. Nobody can reverse that. It's only for us to work into the mindset of our leaders to recognize people like yourself. Um, and well done. I'm, I'm, I'll mention their names. Well done to Nike for sticking it out with you all the time. Well done to Tabo. Well done to Emmy. Welcome to everyone. Everyone that's stuck, even at the time when your, your wheelchair went missing. Was it last year or something? I mean, uh, even, well, even five weeks was, ago when again. I was going to Europe, my, my chair, oh, yeah, yeah, it came yeah. the day I was playing. It, it, it happened again. So, yeah. And they were the first one uh, I, I had to call, like, Tim, I don't have equipment. Again, and you oh. know, that first week I went all in to win that tournament, both singles and doubles. So You did it. But, yeah. You did it, you did it, you did it again. And that's the main thing that we can say. So I think everyone here that's in the room, let's give a big round of applause. We Thank you. Yes, 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 So moving forward, I wish you everything of the best. And I know uh, this gentleman here with his four eyes, he'll keep on informing me about uh, all your next moves. And uh, thank you so much, man, champ. I mean, this has been a... The quickest 30 minutes I've ever had an interview. We're just like, <laughs> boom. Love your energy. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, man. Kutato Monjane, uh, our brand new French Open doubles champion right here on hashtag MSW. Yeah, you can send us your WhatsApp voice notes. We'll be able to play them in the second half of the show. Nonetheless, as we look forward to our interview with Mamriya Litwaba. So take heed to the importance of the chat that we've just had right now. Champions deserve more all the time.